Now, at the end of the day, charging you interest and fees is how banks make their money. So if they're willing to essentially give you an interest-free loan, you need to carefully read the terms and conditions because there are always going to be some type of restriction or limitations. Not necessarily a catch because it is in many cases explicitly written there. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of in the fine print. Welcome to the Rich and Regular Podcast presented by Success, where we explore life at the intersection of money. I'm Julian. And I'm Kirsten. And today we're talking about credit card balance transfers. Sounds like a scam to me. (laughs) I actually got an email from my Visa card and the subject line was, congrats, Kirsten, you qualify for a balance transfer offer. I'm and sure it was, there's one in the mailbox. There's probably five of them in the mailbox yeah. right now. It was just like an overwhelmingly positive email. Like there was an exclamation mark in the subject line. And it was full of language like, great news. And you're invited to take advantage of this special offer. I don't think I've ever seen a more positive email from a bank, except for the ones that congratulate me on a higher limit than like I, like I didn't ask for. I got one the other day. It was uh, from... 1-800-CONTACTS because I purchased uh, some new contacts and I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to submit this rebate. I'm going to get, you know, and I don't even remember how much it was. I mailed in the form or went online, punched in the numbers. And then like weeks later, I get this email and say, congratulations, we've received your application. And in six weeks, you will, it'll be a joyous day because you will receive $25. I'll snap. And I was like, of what? your own money. I was like, wow. Back. Maybe it wasn't joyous. It was like joyous or like glorious. Yeah. It was some something like just like upper <laughs> tier happy levels. I and I was like, wow. I, I don't, okay. I'm, I'm actually money. legit looking forward to this $25 <laughs> rebate. Joyous. Have you ever done a balance transfer? I don't know. Like maybe it was a dream. So I, I know for sure I considered one in the early like 2000s. Like this might have been like during my undergrad years, which sounds mm-hmm. crazy. That was 20 years ago. I, I know I considered it then. And then I know for sure, like in the mid 2000s, I'd fallen on some really tight times. I was in grad school and there was a lot going on. And I was like, all right, all cards on the table. I got to like literal. Oh, look at that little pun. Put all the cards on the table. Don't be trying to be me. Well, stick to food you know, this was this. I stick to corny I that was language. <laughs> anyway, I, I do remember thinking about, I think I've done it once. And even then I was, it, it just felt like too good to be true. And I was like, I already know I'm going to do this, but I know the boogeyman is going to come jumping out and they're going to say, gotcha. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be something. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't have a lot of experience with them, but I know what they are. And I want to make sure that we're, Sharing what we know with others who are also looking at it, but probably dismissing it because they're just as cautious as yeah. I am. Yeah, I did one a while ago as well, but my mom was and probably still is the queen of balance transfers. Really? That woman will run up a card and move it over and pay it off like it's nobody's business. I swear she could finance a war off of balance transfer (laughs) offers. I think it's her version of couponing because she doesn't do that. Mm -hmm. But she will find her an offer and move that money over. So we want to talk about this for a couple of reasons. One, we know from the overall stats on debt right now that several of you listening are probably struggling with some consumer debt, whether it's from inflation, loss of income, or just 
you know, straight up holiday Lost shopping. Job, yeah. Like or, you know, medical issues. Yeah. So we're going to talk about balance transfers on this episode, what they are, who they're good for, and any watch outs that you should be aware of. So let's start with what they are. First of all, they are not a scam. Prove it. <laughs> they are not a scam. No, they're not a scam. A balance transfer is a way to move the balance on one credit card to another credit card. And the point of doing this is to save money on interest charges and pay off your debt faster. Mm -hmm. If you remember on our financial resolutions episode that dropped a little like a couple of weeks ago, we talked a little bit about the Fed and the interest rates and how they've kind of made debt more expensive by mm -hmm. raising the interest rates to try to curb inflation. So if you did your homework from that episode and checked your updated interest rates, you may realize that you're now paying more for your debt. And so by transferring your balance to a credit card with a lower interest rate, more of your payments go towards the actual principal balance of your debt and you can pay it off faster and save money in the long run. Yeah, it's it's basically in the same family as refinancing your mortgage or student yeah. loans, mm -hmm. which sounds awesome, right? But if y'all know one thing about me is that I am highly skeptical of things that sound amazing uh, as a bank doing you a favor by making your debt cheaper. Like, so let's 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 get into the fine print, starting with my least favorite F word, fee. Yeah. Fees. Yeah. Uh, shout out to episode two, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there a fee for balance transfer or for this service? The answer is yes, absolutely. Most credit card companies charge a fee and it's typically a percentage of the amount being transferred. So that's usually around three to five percent. And it's added to the balance of the new credit card. So if you transfer, let's say a thousand dollars and the fee is three percent, that thirty dollars as a fee will show up in the balance of your new card, which would now be one thousand and thirty dollars. The good news is that it's a one time fee. Mm -hmm. And if you have excellent credit or if you're considering uh, or considered a low risk borrower, some banks will just waive that for you because right. they really just want you to make the transfer and they don't want to let a little thirty dollar fee get in the way of that. Yeah. I think the other good news is that the fees associated with the transaction are usually much lower than what you're paying in interest. Yeah. So let's stick with a thousand dollar example since it's a nice round number. If you have a thousand dollars in credit card debt with an APR of 25 percent and your minimum payment is thirty dollars, at least twenty five dollars of that payment is going towards paying interest charges alone and only five dollars is going towards the principal. Mm -hmm. Right. This is why it's important to pay more than the minimum. But if you keep paying the minimum only, it will take you four years and 10 months to pay off the balance. And over that time, you've paid $1,700, $1,740, and 725 of that went towards interest. I hate fees too, but this math makes that little $30 fee seem more reasonable. Correct. The, the idea of paying $725 in interest versus $30 in a, a transaction fee feels reasonable. Now, you're able to do partial transfers where you would just transfer a portion of whatever balance you have to the new card and then leave some on the old card and you would continue to make payments 
on now both cards. But I'm liking the round numbers, so let's just stick with them. Let's assume that if you moved that entire $1,000 in debt to a 0% APR card and could find a way to increase your monthly payment, you're looking at a world where you could be debt-free in half the time. And that's really like the value story of balance transfer cards. It's when you can also it kind of accelerate your payment to take advantage of the fact that it's zero percent and knock that thing out in less time. Or just kind of give yourself a little bit of a pause without incurring any of the fees if you had just left it with your current lender. Right. right? Like sometimes you really just need a little bit of a break for whatever reason. And the money that you would normally be spending towards your debt, uh, you really kind of need to funnel somewhere else. And so that's another one of the reasons why this exists. But let's talk a little bit about 0% APR offers and why banks offer them to you. So there are two primary reasons why banks offer you a 0% APR. First is they know you have excellent credit and they want more of your business and your loyalty. They like people like you, like you borrow money, you do it consistently, you pay it off. Maybe you do give them some uh, interest or some fees, whatever it is, but they like people like you. You deserve it. So they want to get your base business. Let's, let's just keep this thing keep going. Keep the lights on. Exactly. You don't pay no bills, but you it, keep it's the fine. lights on. But maybe someday, you know, <laughs> you you might decide that you need a little bit of a break. The second reason is basically the opposite, which is that they know you're going to screw it up. Like it's either they're doing it because they love you and they are low key hoping that you mess up one day or they absolutely know that you're going to screw this up. And so they want to really lure you in and give you every incentive imaginable to conduct this transaction with them. Now, at the end of the day, charging you interest and fees is how banks make their money. So if they're willing to essentially give you an interest-free loan, you need to carefully read the terms and conditions because there are always going to be some types of restriction or limitations. Not necessarily a catch because it is in many cases explicitly written there. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of in the fine print. So a common one is that promotional period, which means the loan is only interest-free. It's only a 0% APR for a period of, let's say, 6, 12, 15. I've seen some as 18 months, which is so tempting. He was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't got to think about this thing. Like, my first thought went straight to rooms to go. I remember. Oh, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. Okay, okay, okay. Remind me. If you don't pay off the balance in full before that promotional period ends, you may be charged a higher interest rate on the remaining balance. Another thing to check for is whether that interest rate is waived or if it's deferred. So there's a difference. Waived interest means you don't owe any interest, even if you have a balance at the end, like it's completely waived. Deferred interest, and again, my student loan ears are sort of, you know, perking here, but deferred interest implies that if you don't pay off the balance during that promotional period, then you owe it at the end, right? It's just deferred. It's one of them, I'll see you later. You know, Mm -hmm. I'll give you a break right now, but I will come back. So you'll see this a lot with retail credit cards or, like I said, rooms to go or I'm not going to keep calling them out, but furniture stores. Mm -hmm. They are betting on you financing that purchase, not making regular payments, all so that they can hit you with a giant interest tax on the back end and get it that way. Right. Like they, they entice you in many cases with really affordable I keep saying furniture, right? Yeah. But that, that's the whole model. It's really affordable. It's a no-brainer. And you don't have to worry about making a single payment for 18 months. They are hoping you forget so that <laughs> when the debt comes due, it's like, ah, yes. Ha-ha, now there's 18 months of interest. Yeah. <laughs> if that's you, don't do this, right? Like if you sign up for a promotional period, make a plan to pay down the debt aggressively during that period. In fact, I would go so far as to say whatever the promotional period is, make a plan to pay it off sooner 
than the actual stated period. That way you at least build in some kind of cushion Mm -hmm. in case something happens. If so, you're got it tight down to 12 months or 15 months, make a plan to pay it off in like 11 or 13 Mm -hmm. or 14. Yeah. There's two other small points that I want to make. The first one is that the countdown on this APR promotional period, the offer starts when the account was opened and not when the balance is transferred. Mm -hmm. So, and and even in that, we talk about the balance being transferred as if it's this automatic thing, but no, it's very manual. You have to log in or call to initiate it. And even then it's not instant. It usually takes five to seven days, but it could take a couple of weeks. It may involve your balance transfer card issuing a check a paper check in the mail to the other card to pay it off. And so if that minimum balance is due before the check hits, you still need to pay that card because it hasn't been wiped away by your balance transfer card issuer. And if you procrastinate on starting this entire process, you may actually miss the window for the promotional offer. And all of this would have been for nothing. Yep. The second thing to remember during the promotional period is that you actually don't want to miss a payment if you've signed up to make payments along the way, right? It could possibly disqualify you from the promo rate. So again, you'll be right back where you started. Ideally, you want to set up automatic payments. And in a perfect world, to Julian's point, you want to schedule those payments to go through a few days before it's due. Yes. And then you want to check, check, double check to make sure that that card received the payment on time and that, you know, it it processed and all that jazz. Because again, if you miss it, they may be like, now you got to go back to 20% or whatever it is. And let me, let me also say this because this has happened to me once in the past is that it gets super granular. So if the payment is due, let's just say on the 15th, you want to double check to see when I make this payment. If you make that payment at five o'clock and the bank says, oh, well, no, all payments are sort of time. Yeah. Yeah, The end of the business day for them Mm -hmm. is at four o'clock, but you don't get off until seven or eight. Yes. You paid it on the due date, but if it's after close of business, like it completely goes back to that Mm -hmm. newer rate that all promotional perks are out of the window and you're right back where you started, if not worse, Mm -hmm. because it hits you with a penalty. You then get a late fee on your actual payment and Mm -hmm. you go back to like, a vicious kind of interest rate. So you really, really want to make sure that you're paying attention to the details. And like I said, whatever that due date is, make a plan to pay it off or have it paid in full long before that period ends because you don't want to get that double or triple whammy. Yes. All right. So are credit card balance transfers a good thing? Are they a good idea? I think like most things in finance, it depends. The right answer is it depends. Uh, they can be great for big purchases. But keep in mind what I said earlier, the banks will tempt you. Some balance transfer cards also offer 0% APR on purchases, and they're just hoping that you will take the bait. If you struggle with impulsive shopping and mm-hmm. think a new credit card with a low balance might tempt you to spend more, I wouldn't even think about doing this. If you're going to do this, though, here are a couple of things to consider. One is go simple, keep it simple, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid, or <laughs> silly. What is that? Other? I think, I think it, is it is stupid, but now it sounds harsh. It does sound bad. My bad. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. I no, I was trying to think of a positive word. Silly. I don't know. No. Channeling our son here. Anyway, sweetheart. sweetheart. Keep it simple, sweetheart. All right. Well, now I'm going to call the case. <laughs> Either way, keep it simple. When it comes to these annual fees, or if you can, like choose a card 
that just doesn't have one at all. Annual fees can be a good thing, especially if you're one of those people who really love points. Basically, you know, I've seen some as low as $50, some as $100. I've seen some as high as $500. Uh, I'm sure they're even more these days. But typically, you're paying an annual fee in exchange for some kind of perk, concierge services, or like some higher earning structure with respect to like a loyalty or a reward card. I think in most cases, when it comes to APRs and promotional rates and balance transfers, my recommendation would be to let that be the primary feature that you're trying exactly. to accomplish here. Exactly. Like, don't muddy the issue or complicate the calculation by saying, oh, I'm tempted to do this thing because when I'm done, I'm also going to have a bunch of points or miles or something mm-hmm. like that. Opt out of that. Just focus on the, the, the balance transfer and then focus on paying that off. Yeah, especially if you're going to take more than a year to pay down your balance. Especially so if like if it's going to take you, you know, 16, 18 months, you want to keep your costs as low as possible. So yeah. adding in the extra $250 annual fee like that can be going towards the principal. Like don't correct. Don't set yourself backwards correct. if you can avoid it. If you have to think about it. You probably don't need to do it. Yeah. In most cases, you will know immediately because it's a no brainer and you know you'd be able to pay it back. In those cases, have at it. But if you've got to think about it, you got to crunch the numbers, you're probably not in a position to do it. The second thing I would say to consider is that typically you can't transfer your balance to the same card issue that you already have. Uh, in some cases you can, but typically that is not the case. So if you have a balance, let's say uh, on a Wells Fargo issued credit card or a visa, you can't transfer it to a new Wells Fargo card with visa and, and still, still get qualify the, yeah. for the intro APR offer. Like yeah, typically, you may be able to transfer it, but it's not likely that you'll get the intro 0% APR. You're going to get, Uh, the same interest you already have on that card. Typically, the reward for that very lucrative intro offer is switching shop altogether, going to a new bank, going to a new card issuer who really just sees you as a great candidate or someone uh, that they really want to sort of have under their books. And so that's typically the case. But again, not all cases. If your credit score is below 650, uh, I would wait and improve it before applying for a balance transfer uh, and maybe consider a debt consolidation loan as an alternative or any of the other ways that you might be able to manage your debt. But the reason for that is obviously the more uh, or the better your credit score is, the better your terms will be mm-hmm. and most likely the better the offer mm-hmm. that will be uh, sent your way. And so if you get it while you're low and you're still sort of trying to get your your credit score up, it, it, it can get a little messy. And again, especially if you default on that loan, it can really, really get bad. So yeah. you want to wait until you clean things up a little bit. And there are alternatives. You can look at debt consolidation loans, something that kind of consolidates all of your payments into one payment. Mm-hmm. It, the terms aren't going to be 0%, but they still might be lower than your high interest credit card that you're paying now. I think the last thing I want to say is once you complete the balance transfer, this goes back to what you were saying You don't want to spend on this card. The primary feature of this card is holding some existing debt for free. It's a parking lot. So freeze that baby, cut it up, do whatever you need to do to not add any additional debt. Because again, that just defeats the purpose and confuses the timelines, which actually kind of leads me into my final thought. (laughs) Unless you have something else to say, I can jump right into my final thought. No, I want to hear it. Okay, so my final thought is that This is a strategic tool and one of those rewards that come from having good credit. Yes. So before you apply to a balance transfer, it's really important to make sure that your financial habits are good and that your debt isn't just a symptom of overspending. The APR promo period 
however long it is, whatever it is, is still temporary. None of this is a long-term solution to a budget issue or an income issue. So as long as you can wrap your head around that and all the stipulations and considerations that we've listed in this episode, it really shouldn't be a problem. Like this should be something that you're not afraid of and that you add to your toolbox as something that you can use. If there's anything we said that gave you some pause, whether it's automating payments or aggressively paying down or making sure to, you know, pay it off early, it might be worth looking at another tool first. Because again, this is one of it's like a sharp knife. It's like, yeah, if you use it right, it works. You don't use it right, you draw back a nub. Like you want to make sure that you that you know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. No, I completely agree. I don't know that I have a final thought that is different from that. Again, I think people owe it to themselves. If you've done the work to build a good credit score and you have solid financial habits, there's no issues or concerns with that. You owe it to yourself to take advantage of the perks and the benefits that are offered to you. A balanced transfer as a way to kind of create a moment of pause or to really just kind of take advantage of a promotional time period is one of the greatest things that you can do to help sort of maintain cash flow during tough times. I want to offer a couple of shout outs. One is uh, to our friend, Chris Hutchins, uh, who we've known for a few years. He has a podcast called All the Hacks. When I think about credit card hacks and point hacking or balance transfers, he is uh, our go-to guy. So check out his podcast, his website. I'm sure he has tons of examples there. We have another friend, uh, Grant Sabatier, author of Financial Freedom. He has uh, a website called bankbonus.com, and it's a list of all kinds of resources, which such as bank bonuses, things like promotional rates, etc. So if you kind of want to see what's hot, what's the latest stuff, bankbonus.com is your go-to. If you want to learn a little bit more, I think there are two primary websites. U.S. News does a really great job. They offer rankings. Like That's kind of their thing. They offer all kinds of rankings. I just happened to look to see what their top, they do like an annual credit card rewards thing. And this was actually issued just the other not even the other day. This was an is- issue a few hours ago. And I'm and I kind of want to close out the website because I don't want to get bombarded with a bunch of ads for this stuff. But they're basically promoting one particular card. I'm not going to mention it, uh, but it is a zero or the name, but it's a zero percent APR introductory period of up to twenty one months. Mm. So twenty one months, which is kind of scary to even think about. But again, that's the type of perk that if you have a good credit score, these are the types of things that are available to you. I also have to shout out NerdWallet.com. They do a great job of offering reviews, ratings, and kind of a side-by-side comparison of all of these types of products. So again, if you're in the market for it, again, these are tough times. These are a bunch of resources you guys can use to cross-reference and see uh, what types of offers are out there. Be smart, carry on, and pay it down. Amen. I'm going to put that on the t-shirt. Be smart, carry on, pay it down. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to think if people would think of another word besides debt, but I can't think See, of anything. It's brilliant. I guess. You know, don't be trying to steal my shtick. I got you on record. Call me brilliant. <laughs> That's all that matters. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Rich and Regular Podcast presented by Success. No, you cannot transfer your balance to us, but we are forever indebted to you your support so if you like what you heard head on over to the apple ratings and review page and leave us a five-star review we will see you next week